Previously on 1B D&D. It's amazing what you pick up if you just hang out in bars. Two servers are walking around the ground floor. Uh, one's an androgynous person with blue skin. Ren took it upon himself to investigate the cult of elemental fire. I'll go get him. And I gotta whip those other two nuggets into shape. If you practice anything, go a little bit out of town. It takes you a moment before you recognize Victorio Castellanter. Halt! Who goes there? Classic. I gotta remember to disguise myself. A follower of the light. If you're a follower of the light, make the sign. Uh, all right, I Eldritch Blast these guys. <laughs> Listen, I'm taking two of your boys out already. You wanna talk or you wanna just keep doing this rodeo? She's right, I'm out of here. Take 31 slashing damage. Oh yeah, I'm dead. <laughs> Underneath your rib cage, and you feel the light fading out of your eyes. Don't forget who we work for. She collects sorrow. I have a feeling something pretty bad's gonna happen. Unless you prevent it. And you awaken and you're sitting in the, you're standing in the throne room of the Raven Queen. She's leaning against her hand, her face still obscured by these ravens that kind of flutter by. Mm -hmm. But you can tell from her body language that she's kind of vaguely disinterested in you. She's not like disappointed father waiting for you to come home from a party. (laughs) Um, And you can see uh, Quoth, the four-eyed raven. He is looking a little bit more disappointed but he's kind of like waiting for the axe to fall does she have anything to say in her defense i kneel down well your majesty she holds up a finger i've been lost and i somehow made it out i'm trying to fix the problems i'm seeing and maybe i went a little too far did you see that elemental thing crazy i see everything and you see a flash of this like cataract white eye Hmm. and then a raven passes over it i don't want you to think that i'm using this life in vain i'm not just trying to make more progress and sometimes i can you went trying to save someone yeah you went to interfere without my permission when is supposed to die but like years from now he was intended as a sacrifice for who i can't keep them all straight at this point You had no place rushing in after him. Well, what am I supposed to do? It's not like I have a clear path here. I'm flying blind. That is because you were acting without orders. You were only supposed to return to your life. And now you've inserted yourself as a small town hero. You're trying to protect these people, aren't you? You saved the ranchers. You brought them to Red Lot. Yes. You could have left well enough alone. Why give me a life if I'm just not supposed to do anything with it? You're meant to write tragedies for me, Myrie. I mean, go ahead. It's so mouthy, though. Write sins, not tragedies. (laughs) (laughs) I had such a good line. I was going to make it work and everything. The Castellanter children are here, are they not? They're in the Nine Hells. Asmodeus counts them in his coffer. Don't get me wrong, though. And she, like, weaves her hand around in that kind of floaty way and uh, pulls them an orb. She says, you did give me something from them. And you see flashes in it of uh, their mother, Mm -hmm. like, weeping and... uh, like tearing her hair out essentially like raging on the floor mm-hmm. um and like 
she passes it over her hand all Jareth style and another one appears and she, you see you screaming as you're uh, cutting them and then she passes another one around and you see uh, their father, Victoria Castellanter, like destitute and um, like frozen and wandering in the streets of this like, kind of not water deep, this other looking city when uh, he spots the this like dancing tiefling uh, dancing around a fire and kind of wanders his way there. And then she like begins to circle them around her mm. hands. It is true. I have not been very direct with you. Do you wish to continue living? <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Nine. Eight. I'm going to do a speechy thing instead of just putting another quarter in to come. <laughs> Speeches are your quarters. <laughs> Speeches are quarters. I feel like I've just been doing the next right thing so long. I don't really know what's right for me. It's strange to have you ask me this question and it be my realization. So I suppose my answer is yes, because I don't know. Time to figure things out. Hmm? Well, it doesn't really match my aesthetic. But since you're surrounded by fire worshippers anyway... It only makes sense that a bird would rise from the ashes. And she clicks her fingers, and uh, you feel breath return to your body. (sighs) It is not long before the cold that was uh, death uh, begins to tingle and leave your body. Almost like uh, if you're getting into a hot tub after being in a pool. That tingling sensation as your body begins heating up. Do you know what this means? Hmm. Now I can sing, hey, I've died twice. (laughs) Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I think you realize you are on a pyre. (laughs) Is it lit? Um, But is it lit? um, But yeah, so you're lying atop fuel. You can smell uh, oil and pitch. She sits up suddenly, having breathed, and like feels the slick on her and like kind of tries to rub it off her arms but doesn't quite work she gets up and like tests her hex blade and it comes out and she Mm -hmm. poofs it away uh is my stuff around no i know no oh i see what you mean like like yeah no your portable hole in your bag of holding no my portable hole is in my pocket no it's not it was taken frick what the question remains, what do I have, I should say? You have uh, Talon, which can be a summon or not. And um, No, I think your clothes were burned. Again? <laughs> this happens to you. God dang it. It is a place to burn things. So she shoots upright, the mm-hmm. raven on her back, gleaming in the lamplight. Mm-hmm. And she tests, see if her hex blade comes out. It does. Talon shows up. And you have a uh, giant cut that is like still pretty raw, oh, gross. Um, right underneath, right underneath your uh, where your rib cage connects. You're starting. Um, I look down and I touch it, and I'm like, "That's weird." I <laughs> scrape some of this oil off me. Is there anything in this room I can use to dry off or clothe myself or arm myself? Any extra? No, it is a bare stone room with just the uh, beer that you were on that the pyre was built on. Beer is a like a flat. It's like surface? a stone. Yeah, oh. on the beer next to you is uh, what you recognize to be a goblinoid-ish figure that looks as if he has been uh, already scorched. 
uh, even though his uh, pyre is not on fire. <laughs> but it looks like uh, you can put together it was probably the guy who deserted his post. Oh, fuck. That's dark. Um, I'm going to go towards the door, sneaky, and uh, what's my AC natural? Your AC natural is uh, 8 plus your dexterity modifier, so I think 11. Oh, shit, 11. Jesus Christ. Should I be like a long rest or like a short rest? Or? Yeah, like a short rest. I don't think... Uh, death is a long rest, but not yours. <laughs> I get it. As far as hit points... Uh, you can spend as many hit dice as you want to recover them. Fuck, Trevor. <laughs> I'm fucked. Yeah, a little bit. I'm trying to figure that out exactly. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. It's This is DMing. Oh, man. I got the opals. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Isn't this a solid snake, like, thing? Doesn't so, he so wake up naked and have to, like, find his clothes and stuff? Anyway. Probably. Uh, yeah, it feels very... I'm trying to find the chest with all my belongings in it. <laughs> cool. And then there's, like, braziers in each of the corners lit with continual flame spells. And a small hallway that leads to a door. Cute. Um, has the only noticeable notable entrance or exit. Let's go to small hallway with door. Sneaky. Okay. Roll stealth. 17. Okay. You creep open the door... And you can see you're in a hallway with a, a bunch of niches, niches with uh, shadowy forms in each of them. A hallway with niches with shadowy forms, like moving in people. In each of them, there are doors as well. Uh no, they, but like the hallway continues to the right and to the left. Hallway oh, continues to the right and left, and there's people around. There's more niches to the left, uh, to the right. It seems like it only goes a short way, and then it opens up into a wider chamber. Okay, I'm gonna try and just creep past all these people. Okay. You back up against a niche. Looking out across from it, you can see that the other one is a statue of a dwarf. Oh, cool. A statue of a, a dwarven warrior. And looking to your left and right, you can see they're all statues. It's like cool. an honor guard. Cool. I'm going to keep creeping along, looking for any rooms what that might have things to arm and clothe me. Are you going left or right? Left. You creep down that hallway. You do. As you're walking, you... Feel your foot trip against something. Mm -hmm. And one of the axes of these dwarves goes and swings down at you. Actually, yeah, make a dexterity check. That makes way more sense. (laughs) Swashbuckler. Uh Uh-huh. 24. Oh, yeah, you dodge out of the way as this axe clings against the stone floor. Um, But you don't take any damage from it. Sick. Is it an axe I can take with me? Uh, it appears to be grafted into the stone statue. No, thank But as you, like, lift it up, you kind of, like, oh. reset it. It's from the statue. Yeah. Got it. It went, like... I thought it was, like, like from one the, of the statues. I thought it was, like, no, a Macaulay Culkin. not, Kulkin. like, a swingy pendulum yeah. axe, but, like, one of the actual, like, Got pang. it. Got it. Okay, cool. I'm gonna proceed more carefully expecting attacks from the other statues. Uh, this was the one at the end of the hall. Oh, sick. Great. Yeah. Left, then? So now that it opens up uh, directly ahead of you, you can see these uh, four columns that are dimly lit, and there are two humanoid figures walking toward you. Mm. They uh, are wearing armor, and the armor appears to be glowing from underneath. Like they are glowing and the armor is normal, or like the armor is glowing itself? Make a perception check. I perceive at a 16. It looks like the armor itself is kind of like heated. Oh, like it, it looks like glowing metal wood. Like yeah, like a like a forged thing. Yeah, exactly. That's still hot. 
They're coming towards me. I want to hide behind a statue and let them come past. Sure. Make a stealth check. 17 again. Ha! Great movie. Is it though? I, I don't. I truly don't remember. <laughs> Just knew it was. I've never seen it. You pull a classic. You take that axe that you're, that's in your hand. You look over to the side, see these guys coming. And then we watch as they walk past and you're like, holding the axe in front of the dwarf, kind of, like, crouched down. Yeah. They're looking around, but you notice as they're looking around, they're humanoid, but there doesn't appear to be any life behind their eyes. Oh, spooky. There's just kind of this, like, this glowing ember of light behind their eyes as they scan. And actually, you can see little, like, like, almost like in Bioshock Infinite, you can see, like, a light coming from their eyes where they're looking, scanning all over these statues when they don't appear to find anything they continue down toward the room that you just left oh shit well okay <laughs> gonna... i was like god i wish i left a body double i wish i'd burning myself there but i didn't have anything we can get burning by the way not now there's two sure parties. yeah i thought you meant sand i know and i was like that that would have been a real weird politic joke okay i'm gonna go down the path that they came from as you uh, head down that way you now come into a kind of a large hall almost like a foyer like a grand like you would see in say like a capitol building mm-hmm. um, there are columns supporting this domed chamber there appear to be an obsidian with fiery cracks in them the air is oppressively warm and then ahead of you you can see a staircase leading up so it's just an open area there's a hallway with cracks no the uh, columns have cracks in them the columns have cracks and there's a staircase up that's it cracks are natural you know like you see this sometimes with like golems or like fiery enemies they look to be made of rock but there's like Mm. orange cracks of magma coming out of them it looks Mm. like that oh cool so they're glowing yes yes they are and it's very warm in here oh god where am i oh my god i'm in some kind of volcano thing naked and afraid okay i sneak up the staircase Um, you head up this staircase and you now recognize that you are in the hallway that you, uh... Died in. <laughs> died in, yeah. Is all my loot there dropped? Nope. I didn't think so. That's fine. Is there no one guarding this area anymore? Not right now, no. Okay. I guess I'm torn between leaving this you're life... You're cold of... and you're afraid? Lying naked on the floor? Yeah, I'm just deciding between... Am I gonna find stuff to help me in the top of this tower, in this underground place... Or should I just bail on this whole rescue mission? Because I'm naked. And regroup. And bring hot dog. <laughs> I know. You're the DM. You can't give me it. I'm just I trying can't. to talk it out. Oh my god! I turn in one of the goblin people. I turn into them. You. I disguise self. Disguise yourself as probably like the one that you've seen. Yeah. Uh-huh. And make myself dressed like him too yeah of course and i turn back around and i gotta sneak around and keep looking for stuff okay uh but i'm now disguised as a hobgoblin Uh, where back to the the hallway where i died and then out up there yes 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 yes. (laughs) i go back to the raven queen Yo, I'm dead. <laughs> I, I'm heading back to Waterdeep. Like, I'm out. Done. Oh, yeah, uh, reincarnation. Um, okay, you walk up the stairs and up out into the tower, into the smoldering ruin, still looking like a hobgoblin. Fuck. Is there anything in the tower that I can use to clove and armor myself? 
Yeah, I, could explore I think as some you're that. Well, first of all, you are stuck on the bottom floor, and you no longer have a broom. I was going to say, I should climb that wall, right? You can climb the wall, yes. Make an athletics check. 22. Eight okay, eight yeah. Die. You're able to use the rough-hewn stone to scale this wall, and coming up onto this kind of first landing area okay. that leads to the outside, you have uh, a bunch of, like, robes, like the brown robes that the cultists were wearing. Sick. Put on this robe. I'll unhop goblin myself. Uh, who should I look like though? Like, why go full Myri? Uh, <laughs> you don't love yourself. Nobody else will. But I love myself. But if I meet someone, it would be nice to disguise myself as a cultist. Sure, of course. Or a druid. Got you. Who's Spider Man? Uh, Peter Parker. Who's the actor who plays Spider Man right now? Timothy Chalamet. No, it's not. Andrew. Sorry, Tom Holland. <laughs> Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. No, I wanted the new one. What's his name? Tom Holland. And Tom, Tom Holland are very interchangeable, so it's funny that that was the first thing you said. Uh, I I turn into Tom Holland and walk out. And I guess I walk back to the city. You walk back to Red Larch? Yeah. Okay. It is dry in them thar hills, and you are fairly parched. The sun is setting. Now you, I think you spent a whole day being dead. Mm-hmm. I come into Red Larch, I drop my disguise, and I go back to the inn. Are any of my friends still there? Are they all Audi 5000? It's the middle of the night by the time you get back, but I think, yeah, your friends are still there. Okay. Like, they're still looking for work. They're trying to settle in. I fall settle the, in. the F asleep. Okay. Mark a long rest. Yeah, I will. As your wounds scab over. Snap kinda. too. It's not, like, fast. You wake up in the inn. I think you slept a good long while, having been dead. You slept for 10 hours. Yeah, I did. So it is uh, early afternoon when you wake up. The sound of sawing. Classic Myrie. <laughs> hammering. Is all happening outside. The town is a buzz, And uh, yeah, the rest of the dormitory is empty. Uh, I have nothing. Put on my robe. <laughs> Put on my wizard hat and robe. I have to go ask someone for help. <laughs> I need materials and I don't have anything. Is there an armorer? Yeah, I mean, you're you're in a town full of stuff. I know. Is there an armorer here? There is. What kind of armor do I like? How about this? Rather than do this and make up a bunch of NPCs, as you're exiting the inn, I think you see three strings coming into town oh, yeah, I was from go the road. Reconnect with him for sure. That's good. And he sees you and goes, "Myrie, um, wow, you look like shit." Yeah, I died. Um, again. What? I saw Ren. You did? And then he disappeared. Uh, uh, He's been compromised. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, right, on, we don't right, know. right. Sorry. Uh, and he leads you into the tavern. A blessed day to you too, traveler. <laughs> so I'm like... <laughs> I bow in my apple robe. Apple seller just kind of like gives you a little wave. Uh-huh. Uh, and he like goes into the helmet high sun and uh, heads up onto the underpopulated second floor past all the like day drunk out of work quarry workers. Oh, Nice. What's with the robe? Uh, that's not important right now. Uh, Tell me, what's going on? I, I tell him everything, how I defeated the Celemental, and then I went too far, and then I... I don't tell him about the Raven Queen. I actually don't think I tell him I died. I just go, I was exaggerating. I fainted, and then I wake up at this thing. Castle Lantern's there, etc. He takes all of that in, and is like, Okay. 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 I'm on my third drink at this point. <laughs> yeah, you've just kind of like been sculling it back. As he takes all that in, he's like, Well... It's worse than we thought, then. How bad did you think it was? 
I mean, pretty bad. We definitely knew there were elemental cults in the area, and we thought, uh, at the very worst, we thought it was maybe a little bit of climate change, but, um, which is the big threat in this game. Hey! In the game called Life. But summoning full elementals, the Cast Lantern's Sprint being compromised, that all sounds awful. There's... What? Three strings, what is it? I went looking for the, uh, the spear you told me about. Yeah. And uh, I found it. And he, like, pulls out from his own bag of holding the spear that Eresi had uh-huh. when Bane. And he goes, hmm. Actually, I don't think he grabs it. I think he, like, he mage hands it. Um, mm-hmm. So he, like, doesn't have Cute. to touch it. He's, like, using basically, like, nuclear... Yeah, uh, gloves. Gloves. He goes, uh, I also found this. And he takes out your hat. <gasps> oh, my God. And I put it on. Okay. Feeling uh-huh. safe. Because uh, it landed on it. It was, like... You know, caught on it on the top, like it, almost like it was put there on purpose. Hmm. Um, so, but that's not the main thing I wanted to show you. It's this, and he pulls out this glass globe. Uh, it's about a foot in diameter. Oh wow! And he sets it in front of you on the table, like a heavy clunk. Um, it looks like it's glass. There's nothing in it, but there's these bands wrapping around it with uh, runes inscribed on them. He goes, uh, "Do you know what this is?" Can I make a check? Yeah, sure. Make an Arcana check. Oh, I rolled very well. 19. You can see that it's clearly magical, and it looks like it is something that is inert. Like, something has to be... It looks basically like it hasn't been charged. I think it's some sort of weapon or something. Yeah. No, you know, you're absolutely right. This is a devastation orb. What? That sounds great. Uh, Sarcasm. Devastating? Sarcasm. Did you, oh, Okay. Sorry, I'm a, I haven't slept, so I might be a little bit uh, slower. I slept too long. Same. The orb, sort of the best way to describe it, would be a means of containing magical power. You charge it, essentially, and then unleash it at another point. This particular orb is situated to be charged from an elemental node. Without getting too deep into theory here, air comes from the plane of air, fire comes from the plane of fire, and so on. A node is like a doorway to one of those planes. You and I couldn't survive on the plane of air. We'd be torn to shreds by the whipping gusts. Our lungs would fill to the point where they uh, exploded. It's not meant uh, for us. It's meant for beings of air. But elemental cultists seeking that pure elemental power sometimes open these gateways, these nodes, and they can siphon that power into these and he like pats the orb using this and he gestures to the spear essentially this weapon can act as a uh, a key or a link to draw power from the node and storing it in the orb whoever made this weapon they were doing it on purpose they're serving something greater than any one elemental plane and if they're pitting these cults against each other it's creating an enormous disturbance to the balance of nature There's at least one more cult in the area, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was a fourth. I have intel that deep, deep in the earth, in the ruins of uh, this old temple of Besselmere, Mm -hmm. there is something far worse, a a sort of super god, a a forgotten god. We refer to him only as uh, the Elder Elemental Eye. He's clearly got his eye on Red Larch, and I don't know why, but I'm guessing that temple is where they took Ren. And clearly... We can't go in the way that you just described. The only other way I found is a monastery where those uh, those men in the stone masks 
they're earth worshippers. Right. Uh, just then, somebody bursts in, and a voice goes, Myrie! Myrie! There you are! Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, it's one of the, one of Hot Dog's boys. But, uh, Alexi's been taken. What? Taken where? By what? By who? We was, we was practicing our archery down by the river, like uh-huh. you told us, outside of town, when these guys came up on boats, and there was a boar, and the boar pushed him to the water, and then guys came out from under the water, and they grabbed him, and they put him on the boat, and they took him back in. We fought a boar on our way here. I don't know if maybe maybe we got our smell on it, and it came on after us. They would have taken him to Riverguard Keep. And you look and you see the uh, serving uh-huh. person. Is Alexi hot dog, by the way? Yes. Okay. Alexi is hot dog's real name. Okay. Uh, river, what's that? It's a cape, isn't it? Guards the river. Oh, okay. Thank you. A lot of people just kind of ignore me because I'm going around here serving them drinks, but I understand what's going on. The cult of the crushing wave has been trying to cr- recruit me for some time because I'm Janassi. <sighs> That's right. So... They've been telling you where they are, and... They fancy themselves pirates going up and down to Deserin. Interesting. I've met pirates. They're no pirates. What's your name again, boy? Call me whatever you want. If I tell you what I'm calling myself today, it's just as likely it's going to change tomorrow. Also, no guarantee I'm still going to be a boy when next you call for me, so... Whatever name you choose is what I'll answer to. Alright. And the screen pops up. Bloop! (laughs) To name your new NPC companion. Oh, what's that guy... Oh, oh, it's it's worth it. This is my uh, gender fluid water genasi druid, Stephen. It's my island. Have you seen Braveheart? No, no, sorry, that was like, I was like Stephen Universe. No, Stephen is the Irishman that fights with the Scots, and at one point he's like, "It's Ireland. It's my island. They'll come for me if they need, if we need their help." And then they need their help and they're like they're not coming this guy's just crazy and then all of ah. Ireland like comes <laughs> oh they're the elves of Helm's Deep yeah <laughs> or I think they're about to fight the Irish and literally they all like run at each other and then they're like hey what's up nice to see you again and, they all, <laughs> and then they turn around and <laughs> both fight the other English people that's fun it's really cool so yeah this is Stephen yep <laughs> dumb name but great character Stephen works for me if it works for you you can do Steph too if you need to or Stevie like Nick's. Okay, Riverguard Keep. So I turn back to two strings. So that means... Hey, 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 I've still got three. <laughs> You're right. Three strings. So that means they've taken Hot Dog to Riverguard Keep? Riverguard. Like Oxford. What? Like Oxford? Like uh, Oxford is the place where they would ford the oxes. Riverguard uh... is the place where they guard the river. So they've taken Hot Dog to Riverguard Keep, and they've taken Wren to... Oh, I didn't uh, likely the fane of the eye. And if I'm guessing, your friend Hot Dog is just a small step on the way down to the fane. If they're like any other cults I know, sacrifice is a big part of their rituals. Right. And if their rituals are for charging these orbs, one person's sacrifice is going to be the least of our worries. Myrie thinks back to the Raven Queens, what she'd said about Red, and him being destined to die. Right. We gotta stop all this from happening. What do we have to do first? It's going to be your call. You can come with me, and we can try and cut through the stone, or head with uh, Stephen and sneak into the River Guard Keep. Our way is going to be a little bit like a battering ram. That way is going to be a little bit more deceptive. Mm-hmm. I think we'll both be going no matter what. You can, I can trust you, right? Ah, sure, about as far as you can throw me. Great. 
Well, at least you're a good woman, Myri. Uh, yep, that's me. Officially a good woman. Uh, let's go save Hot Dog. I had a feeling. I have to. I want to save... Myri wants to save Ren, but in the end he can take care of himself better than Hot Dog can. Oh, I think what he was... What Three Strings is hinting at is... They're, we're uh, both mounting rescue They're probably missions. in the same spot. Oh, really? You're just... You're looking for different ways to get to the same spot. Okay, copy, copy. I thought this was Mass Effect 1. Oh, choosing who you gotta save? <laughs> yeah. Ren or Hot Dog? Oh, that would have been... I know. And now you're gonna, well, now you're hey, gonna do tonight, that to me. <laughs> Why did I say anything? I could have saved both! Okay, cool. Um, I'll turn into freaking, I don't know, Ariana Grande. Some teen. They've gotta be... <laughs> <laughs> they, they've gotta be hiring teens for this cult as well. <laughs> oh, sure. Young, impressionable teens. Yeah. yeah, that's their favorite. I wanna say to Three Strings... Is there any room in the Harper's budget for some armor? Oh, uh, yeah. We'll get you suited up. And maybe a shield. You're not going to have your full equipment, but we'll get I you know. some rudimentary we'll ones to, uh... You can write this off, right, Three Strings? Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to episode 41 of 1PD&D with Beverly Jean as Myrie Stone Daughter and Trevor Wade as everyone else. Joshua Pem Pearson did the music, and this episode was inspired by the Wizards of the Coast adventure, Princes of the Apocalypse. It really does mean the world to me that y'all are listening, and I hope you continue to tell your friends about this podcast and strangers via rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Deezer? Wherever you're listening to this, just let people know that it exists. Because then our community can grow and our podcast is only as cool as our community. So, oh yeah, hey, interact with us on that social media. At 1PDND is the Instagram. Hashtag 1PDND is Twitter. That's one like the number. PDN and D like the letters. Next episode is going to be up next Wednesday, which is in June. Oh gosh, and uh, if I were some sort of wizard i would know this but i don't so i'm just going to tell you it's the fifth because i looked at it on my lighthouse calendar that's on my wall 12 years since i graduated high school you don't need to know that but now you do okay i'm leaving now goodbye okay uh you are leaving the helm at high sun okay i'm ready okay so you are heading at Stephen's direction, south out of the town. As you're passing, I think you see uh, Megan, like, kind of rocking the baby, and she's, like, watching you. This girl's kind of had your number yeah. for a while now. <laughs> um, but she sees you going off at the Genasi and, like, doesn't say anything, doesn't, like, beckon you over, but clocks you. So you're heading east out of town, but the road quickly turns to the south, the Cairn Road. They've been trying to recruit me for a while to be a part of the uh, this cult of the Kirshen Wave. I've dallied a little bit with the idea of it, so I know some of their plans. They've got a spot up here by the banks of the Desert River that they like to ambush people in. I figured you and I ought to ambush the ambushers. Nice. I like the way you think. <laughs> so, do they stick to the trees? Do they try and, like, catch people from the water up? Ah, uh, they're in a little gully. Let's overlook in the bank so that when they spot boats coming up the way, they can rush down and bar them. Cool. But the unfortunate thing for them about being in this gully is there's a hill that overlooks it. 
So I, if we sneak around, we might be able to catch him unawares. Let's do it. All right. It's not long before you come upon a small, carefully banked cooking fire that smolders in the middle of a haphazard encampment. Uh, half a dozen battered old tents and crates of provisions are scattered around, along with racks on which pieces of smoked fish are curing. Several fierce-looking human warriors are hunkered down in front of their tents, tending to their gear. And you notice one of them is wearing uh, this kind of, like, netted netting over his armor. And his sword has shark teeth all around the edge of it. And another one is wearing robes with this uh, of this deep blue color with a symbol on them uh, that kind of looks like an X, but the bottom is, like, closed off. So, like, a tr- or like a triangle with horns. Mm-hmm. We... Don't need information from these guys, right? No, I've got all the information we need. Good. Just checking. Up to a point. Just checking. Just che- just checking how deadly I need to be right now. <laughs> just just being like, okay, how much? My how hands are tickling with purple purple energy. Do I murder all of them or do I murder most of them? <laughs> how many pirates does it take to send a message? <laughs> okay, great. Uh, let's sneaky sneak, both of us, I guess. I'm trying to think if I should turn him into an animal. <laughs> I love the idea of a polar bear walking into this camp. <laughs> Everyone just being like, what? Everybody being like, guys, where are we? <laughs> There's a hatch over here and I don't know why. <laughs> We're not even on an island, but then suddenly you are. The river just like bends around you. <laughs> uh, No, but I, I don't want to waste his beast shapes. But how funny would that be? Am I right? That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Killer joke. Killer whale. Oh, hey. Also a form. He just you dig. flops out. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. I should explain to our listening audience who doesn't know. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Steven uh, is a druid. A druid of the moon. So he currently can take beast shapes and like transform into different animal aminals, aminals. Um, But because I like to work on themes, all of the animals have a swim speed. <laughs> that's a way to put that category it's like how when i go like for a while i was only collecting red t-shirts because i would get overwhelmed in retail situations so i was like if i only look at like the four red t-shirts that they have in thrift stores and none of them appeal to me then we're good and i don't need to worry about all of the rest of this i own 46 red t-shirts what Uh uh-huh are you serious yeah dude amazing do you know the psych study on red no uh, everyone looks more attractive in red. It's like psychologically proven. You nailed it. Go on. What a color! Stop. What a like color to pick. <laughs> it's funny because I never wear it anymore because I got sick of it. <laughs> That's really funny. You forty-seven. Get rid of them. <laughs> you don't wear I'm, them. No, I'm trying to get to ninety-nine, and then I can make ninety-nine red balloons. Uh huh. No. This is who I am. Why? This is me in my truest. Why form. not just finish it then? <laughs> Just, money. just do it. You have to buy like one red t-shirt every month. Okay, hey, let's play our game. Um, <laughs> cool. Yes, you're overlooking this camp. Oh, roll stealth. Yeah, I was going to say, we should probably do that. 10 for Steven. 15 for Myri. Okay. You crouch down over the bank and you like scooch up, uh, kind of army crawl. Uh-huh. And uh, Steven, Steven sneezes. Like, walks up next to you. <laughs> Good. And... Uh, some of like the, the these thugs turn to look like, hey, who are you? Uh, hello there, lads. You might not remember me. I uh, attend the bar up in Red Larch. Go ahead and roll a uh, deception check for Stephen for me. Although that's not technically a lie. Yeah. Oh, 
charm? Oh, natural 20. <laughs> Steven slicks back there, <laughs> seemingly out of, like, nowhere, like, runs their hand over it, and, like, suddenly it's, like, wet and perfectly quaffed. Oh, and saunters down, uh, kind of, like, slides down the embankment. It's like, I thought I'd uh, join you for a little bit of piracy. Well, we... Do you have, like, a, a letter of introduction or something? Nah, tell me I didn't need it. Look at me. I'm practically made of water. I mean, technically, we're 90% water. Yeah, see, but I'm I'm 98% water, which and that 8% means all the difference in the world. 8% can be <laughs> all you need. So, yeah, I figured I'd come over here and get on a boat with you and, I don't know what, loot, pillage, plunder, whatever it is you, you boys are getting up to. Myri has a finger gun. In, in, mm-hmm. It has two finger guns the way a desperado would uh-huh. on, like, this hill. And she's, like, aiming for the one that's talking to him. But Are she's you... not going to shoot. Just yeah. desperado Steven, uh, like, goes over and, like, starts picking up rigging and stuff. It's like, oh, look at all this. Your cable's completely out of whack. Haven't you boys ever heard of organization? Is he going to coil cable now? Yeah, I'm. I'm hesitant about taking too more, too many more actions for Steven because I do want you to yeah. control him. I understand. But uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's like goes up to one of their boats and like kicks it and goes. I'm so, I'm amazed this thing stays dry at all. You can see the bottom of the river through the holes in it. Do I get like, sneak or... attack with um, Eldritch Blast? Uh, you do not. You have to use a finesse or ranged weapon. How do I start this fighty fight? That's the question. No, I love the idea of him talking and they're all turned back to me now because they're watching this beautiful person like mm-hmm. touching their boats. I actually love the idea. Okay, so as, since I rolled natural 20, stop me if this is too far. As uh, he's talking, they're all just kind of like watching him kind of transfixed mm-hmm. and their backs are now to me and I just stand up and no one's looked at me and I look around and I'm like, Okay, and then I walk behind one of them and double Eldritch Blast him in the back. Like, from point blank range? Yeah! And I'm like, hello, boys! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, go ahead and roll. I love that you're like, hmm, they're distracted. I have the high ground and cover. Fuck it. Walk, 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 walk. This is going to be more badass. <laughs> Boom. Why not? I think Myri's just uh hasn't been around anyone that can t- uh fast talk in a long time. She's oh, like yeah. this is very fun. It's like fan reeled me all over again. So okay, go ahead and roll your, your Eldritch Blasts. Fifteen and twenty-four. Both of those will hit. What uh describe it which one are you hitting? One of like the regular ass looking dudes, the dude with the oh, yeah, saw shark sword, or the uh the dude in the robes? Uh dude in the robes. Okay. Yeah, so both of those will hit. Go ahead and roll the d- 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 damage. 10 plus 12 is 22. It is 22. Good hits. Palpable. <laughs> yeah. You shoot these, uh, like, you don't even have time to see them form the ravens. It's just this burst of spectral shadowfell energy as this reaver goes and, like, launches uh, forward. The others uh, turn and look, like, hey! Evening, um, gentlemen. Steven can have a surprise move as well. Yuck. Let's uh let's just start with a primal savagery. Let's do it. Steven's hands suddenly web and these long, like shape of water claws uh appear at the end of it. And um his face goes from like like calm and handsome and smarmy and kind of DM ish to um 
angler fish kind of like and like uh, little gills flare up as you roll the roll a hit primal savagery sick fucking spell make a melee spell attack against one creature within five feet of you on a hit the target takes 2d10 acid damage 15 to hit uh will but her uh steven can't hit the same dude so which dude are you hitting oh um we'll do one of the regular looking dudes sure uh 15 will hit 10 damage tight steven slashes up and one of like one of the dudes who was inspecting the hole in the boat to be like oh yeah i guess it's not that great just completely gutted like a fish uh and fall like fall spills to the ground backwards and you can like see parts of the acid from uh, that's dripping from Steven's fingernails like melting away at the sides of his guts uh, and like Steven crouches down to this attack uh, pose and like uh, bears his claws and he goes alright boys looks like we're going to be having a tussle do we roll for initiative? now you roll for initiative that was your surprise <laughs> round thank you sorry roll initiative damn my initiative is so high 24 and 9 for Steven yeah <laughs> There's going to be a lesson learned. Stops moving for 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, it is quite obviously your turn first. <laughs> Sick. I'm going to pull out my hex blade and my shield. You want to buckle some swash with these pirates? I want to swash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the robed man in front of me, robed person in front of me is not dead, correct? Uh, he is a man and, uh, right, we, we're not getting into pronouns with combatants. That's yeah, um, so hard. <laughs> Everyone's they, them, or we die. Steven's the trickiest because Steven is he today. Yeah, I know. Love it. Uh, what was your question about? This, he's not dead, right? No, he's not. <laughs> Great, I stabbed him. The one him. that Steven gutted is dead. But. Great, I stabbed the rope guy. I, uh, so I summon you... my hex blade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I point like this guy with my finger guns and as I'm bringing my finger guns down I reach behind and pull out this new shield that's uh, a classic kind of leather bound buckler. Yeah, it's wood it's got a strap on it. Yeah. Um, it's made of like larch. Mm-hmm. Is that a thick oh, enough cute. wood for a shield? Who knows? Sure. I love the name though. Uh, so it's this larch wooden shield mm. and as if I'm drawing it from my back but it's really just appearing in my hand as I pull my hand out my hex blade comes and stabby stabs at this guy on guard. Prepare to get footed. How about 11? 11 will not hit. I thought not. Okay, that's fine. I'm not mad. Um. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Um, yeah, you whip out your, you whip out Talon and slash but he like trips over his own robes and like falls uh, and... Talon goes over him, but he falls to his knees and does not go prone and stands now and does, does not cost him movement. I, I do. <laughs> All right. This same dude, though, is going to turn around, and as he does... Spellcasters, spellcasters. They cast a lot of spells, and they are spellcasters. As he turns, he, like, whips his hand at you, and as he's drawing his hand through the air, you can see the mist, like water start to condense, and then form into this like knife shape, and then freeze as he lets it go. Um, and a shard of ice is flung at you. 17, which hits you. That's the number. Yep, that is. Deck safe? I think you raise your shield, but you're not used to its size, so you raise it too high, and it stabs into you. <sighs> and bursts and explodes, so make a dexterity saving throw. 22. Uh, so you're going to take four piercing damage from the hit. See. 
as it stabs into you, you can see it like start to crack and you reflexively like rip it out of your shoulder and throw it up into the air and it bursts and like these little slivers of ice go into the ground and immediately melt. That was the priest's turn. Now it is Steven's turn. Um, how many boys are there for? There are four regular ass boys and then the two special ones. Sick. If I do tidal wave, it'll affect me, huh? Interesting though. Love it. Oh, let's let's play with that then. Steven is going to uh, help me color this. I want to play Call Lightning. How does he how does he summon it? <laughs> Steven like looks up as the claws begin to shrink back into his uh, hands, and he goes, "Red sky in the morning, sailor's warning," and lifts up his hand, and like the clouds begin to swirl around, immediately uh, darkening the sky, and it. You can see lightning arc, and then, uh, what does that spell do? It creates a 60 foot by 10 foot, and then I get to call down lightning whenever I want to use an action, and everyone within five feet has to make a deck save, or take 3d10, or half if it's successful. Dope. So, yeah, I think initially you get to call down a bolt. Yes, I do. And... These dudes are all standing pretty close to each other, except for you. Yeah, I don't want to call it near me and that other boy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if I could get it near two or three of the other folk. You could hit three with one. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Spell save is 13. Wow, really? Damn. Yeah, I rolled Steven's stats super slow. No, not that. How much damage I just rolled if it hits. Either way, it's going to be good. Which is how much? 22 damage. Jesus. I rolled a 10. <laughs> These bandits who are like, have now, like, just saw their friend gutted, they all go, and draw their swords all piratey and raise them up in the air, and then the lightning strikes one, and they, like, grabs onto his friend to the other, and his other friend who's, like, trying to get away has a pirate hook, and he, like, gets his hook <laughs> caught in it, and they, like, uh, freaking splicers, uh, just, and they're standing in, like, the banks of the water. Uh-huh. Um, and they fall down, and you can see like like an electric eel uh, shiver go up Stephen's arm, uh, and he uh, starts laughing while, and he goes, "There's a storm a coming, boys. Can you feel it?" That's three of history. them are dead. Three of them died. <laughs> yeah, three of them died in one hit. Good job, Stephen. Myrie's like, "Yeah, we snuck up on him." Misses completely, and is like, <laughs> "Your turn. Kill three more." <laughs> <laughs> the one remaining bandit turns tail and runs uh, <laughs> heading for the hills and then you've just got this guy with a sawtooth sword who um, sees your sword and goes and doesn't say anything clever <laughs> and uh, charges in to try and hit you 12 plus 16 is not the number yes. so you ping uh, swipe his sword away with Talon uh, but now it's 2v1 your turn uh, dark question is the person yeah. running away running Towards the place we're going to go, or away. Uh, he, so he appears to be running toward the place you're going to go. He's running north. Can I shoot him? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Oh, feels bad. Shoot him in the back. <laughs> Earn your black hat. <laughs> if I shot him with my longbow, I'd get sneak attack. I don't know if you would get sneak attack on him, because you're not within five feet of him. You're right. So you would do more damage with Yeah, uh, I should plus. just Eldritch him then. I Eldritch! That's great. I love it. 14 to hit. Will hit. I got 10 damage on that first one. Uh-huh. 
16 to hit. And eight more damage. And the these spectral ravens fly after him. They kind of like arc around one another. And he like looks over his shoulder and the one uh, hits his shoulder and flips him around and he like knocks him off his feet and the other one plops him to the ground. Oh. He, he is not moving. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, he's getting away. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just gentle call into the wind. Anything else? No, that's it. You see the priest like swirl their hands in the air, kind of like a waterbender. And as they do, the air, it looks like the air in front of their skin is becoming thicker, but then you realize it's actually their skin itself. Sorry, his skin. His uh, his skin is actually like, it looks like it's underwater now. Like it's at the bottom of a pool. It's kind of shimmering and blurred. He now has blur on him. <laughs> so you now have disadvantage on uh, attack rolls. Copy. And it's Steven's turn. <laughs> Shark Tooth guy is far enough away from me that he, I will not be hit by lightning, correct? No, he ran up to you and did You're right. swipe at you. We're engaged. I'm engaged with both of them. Here's my thing yeah. that I wanted to ask you, because we don't know yet. Does Steven care? Says Steven's neutral, but I think he's chaotic. The thing is, I will make this deck save, most likely, and I can uncanny dodge as well. Am I wrong? So no, I can quarter damage this. <laughs> that, that's yeah. what I. That's the math I was doing already. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Even if you get hit by lightning, barely. I've died twice. <laughs> Do you want to color how he calls it near me? <laughs> what he says or looks like? Because I think he just like gets a wicked grin on his face with his his, his spooky uh-huh. sharp teeth right now. Hey, new face, duck. <laughs> Sick. Uh, so make a dick say. <laughs> 21. I'm sorry, what? And then she goes, <gasps> and uh, flips backwards. As Yeah, as this lightning bolt comes, you... Uh, 11 damage. So the guy with the sword did not... Takes 11. Takes 11 damage, but the priest did. Which means takes 5? Takes 6. It's half rounded up. A copy. Then I'm going to take 3, because I'm going to uncanny dodge as well. Your hair stands on end. Oh, also, I think I'm going to wreck on this, but I think the pyre was going when you woke up, like he was just starting to burn. So I think like part of your hair is scorched and like you got it trimmed at the barbers and red large. So you now have this like asymmetrical, (gasps) like the pretty much like the genderqueer cut. Yes. Where it's like super shorn on one side and then the hair that's that's long on top falls over it. It's like um, in Hunger Games, that girl who played Marjorie on Game of Thrones. I don't know her name. Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer in Hunger Games. Do you remember that? That? The, the yes, video person. It's exactly that cut. Yes. Great. Love it. Love that. Love that for Myrie. Myrie season three's hair is Natalie Dormer in Mockingjay. Stop. I'm crying. You already gave me Ginger Tom Hiddleston. Now you can be this. Can't take it. Can't be. I'm overwhelmed by the power of my imagination. <laughs> I love it. Take three damage from that lightning as your like hair stands on end through the static. And Steven goes, nice dodge. It's uncanny. It's like the lightning surges around like through all the, the like fish hooks that are kind of yeah. uh, hanging from the armor that are meant to be intimidating. But instead of just barbing, this reaver goes Argh! and uh, charges at you. 23 will hit. Take six slashing damage as the shark teeth cut across your uh, exposed arm. So that was the reaver's turn. It's your turn. Steven, um, I fight shark tooth man. <laughs> I fight Sharktooth Man. <laughs> That's what I do now. Sharktooth Man get fought. I do fight. Sharktooth Man get do fight. Oh, I'm doing really poor rolls on my attack rolls. I'm going to use Inspiration. 
Um, 16 plus 7 will hit. 23. Oh, yeah. Great, because I really want to do sneak attack. <laughs> List all those click clack rocks. There's a lot of them. Let's do them go. 19 damage, please. I'll take it. Actually, he will. How do you kill him? <laughs> so I get hit by lightning, and then I get attacked by this guy. And I'm yeah. like, no. <laughs> uh-uh. And I flip around and just, like, reach out with my rapier. And I just look up, and he's stabbed. And I was like, pull it mm-hmm. out. Perfect. He just falls. Um, All men are made of water. Do you know this? And that's exactly what happens. His water leaks out in the form of blood, and he falls over to the ground. And I'm going to move away from this mage. Okay. So you can, like, back up into this camp. The uh, smoldering campfire is smoldering. Uh, (laughs) I'm a creative person. Far away, but you're not so far away. Uh, This mage kind of like gathers up almost like making a snowball in midair and then launches it at you and a ray of frost fires at you it's gonna make easy ranged spell attack the question is is nine more than 17 (laughs) i don't believe it is the answer is no the snowball is like any snowball i've ever thrown in my real life and it goes wide (laughs) damn that was his turn not that fun steven's up Steven's gonna lightning this man. Try catching this in a bottle. 19 damage. Half of 19 rounded up is 10. 10. The lightning strikes and flashes in the blur. Oh, and it's gonna make a concentration check. Um, And as the lightning strikes, you can see the blur like shift for a sec and then reform. Priest says, Drown under the might of the wave. But it's your turn. I'm going to Hexblade him. It's disadvantage, right? Yes. Well, that takes away that crit. Um, sure does. But a dirty 20 will still hit, probably. A dirty 20 will hit. 21 damage. How do you kill him? So he gets lightning struck, and as he's coming out, and he says that cool thing, I'm right in front of him, and I'm just stabbing into him. Drown under the power of the weight. And, like, the light clears from his eyes. Oh, bollocks. Yeah. Like, the clouds begin to dissipate, and uh, Stephen, like, cracks his neck. He goes, all right. You're not bad in a fight, are you? Um, ouch. What? What's the problem? I told you to get out of the way. <laughs> she, like, uh, like stretches out her arm as she disappears her hex blade and goes, I guess it's fine. She says, let's stormtrooper these guys and steal their clothes. Sounds like a good plan. Uh, I think I'm going for the robes. That makes sense. I'll steer one of these curiouses, I assume. Curiouses? I don't know how to say that word. Oh, curious. Curious. My curious curious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, curious. Yeah. Um, this is what happens when you play Skyrim, but it doesn't read it to you out loud. And I want to loot the camp. Uh, yeah, dude, do, do that. There's some, like, food, case of provisions, salted fish, smoked fish. <gasps> Yum. Uh, but there's not anything really of value uh, except for the boat. Myri is like snacking on some smoked salmon as she's getting into this cuirass or, or armor or whatever it is. And she's like, all right, we're going to sing in this place and we're just going to play cool for a while, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. forgot we're making a plan. <laughs> so I know I can get you into Riverguard Keep and I know there's 
a section of it that goes down into, they call it below. So I can't I imagine that's probably where they're keeping your boy. But as far as getting in there, we're probably going to have to con and flirt our way th- up to the leader of the operation. Affect me, there's a hole. And he like looks down at the robe and is like, there's a hole where you stabbed the dude. I haven't ever had a nice shirt of my own. I was hoping that I might be able to get this one, but fine. He has mending. He goes, look at this, a perfectly good robe. And you got a hole right through it. Like sticks his finger and wiggles it through. And then as he pulls it out, it like seals together like a little two bubbles joining together. And then he pokes up against him and he goes, ha ha ha. Good, that'll stop people from asking any awkward questions. Oi, this is what's passing for a vessel in these parts of the world. Uh, And he like takes one of the uh, boats and um, like shapes the water to pass around it. Uh, so it's like dry docked for a second mm-hmm. and then like mends all the little holes and the leaks that he was critiquing. And then the water like sloshes back in and raises it ever so slightly. All aboard that's going aboard. Uh, she looks at the face of one of the bandits that the bandit that she stole the armor of on the ground and then uh-huh. changes her face to be that. Huh. And I thought I was the one with the impressive tricks around here. She winks at him and goes, all right, lads, let's go. Shove off. You get in the boat and then he like pushes the water around to get the it boat going. further into the water. Cool. And then is like essentially steering just by like, like paddling uh, lazily on the side of the boat, but it's actually like propelling Magic. it. I've never seen anybody before can shoot birds out of their fingers. Well, once at a circus, but I think it was a trick. It's a impressive bit of magic you got on you. Thanks. Not a lot of people here are okay with magic. Must be hard for you being here. Can't tell you how many times I've had to answer the same fucking questions about, oh, why is your skin blue and what's your hair like? Did no, you you don't find civilized folk around these parts. But don't me thought it'd be nice to get a change of scenery. I thought I'd follow the water for a while, seeing if I couldn't find its source. Find the source of the water? The Deseran River. Uh, she's a mighty thing, she is. But I don't know where it comes from. I just know where it winds up, which is the ocean. And I think it's like midday. You can see that when the moon has that, like, kind of half-shown, like, Death Star-looking look. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steven looks up at it and kind of smiles. It's not long before you reach a small castle overlooking the mighty Deseran River, which is a good half-mile wide at this point. A gatehouse and keep stand atop a low bluff, but the walls are built to the water's edge. On the riverbank, another low tower guards a boat basin, uh, where you can see keelboats are moored. The keep seems old and worn, but new timbers and shingles suggest repairs are underway. A white banner with a blue gauntlet flies over the keep. Uh, The eastern wall is built into the river, forming a long pier that encloses the boat basin. A heavy chain that emerges from the tower to the south stretches across the entrance. I'm going to leave all the smooth talking to you. I can speak my mind plain, and I can speak my mind clever, but the lies that I tell don't stay where they're meant to. And you hear a shout like, Hey! Who goes there? Oh, oi, hello! We are here. Um, greetings. Good morrow. Uh, <laughs> ahoy, ahoy. We're just uh, bringing in some. We just got uh, some stuff to drop off. Stuff to bring in, like what? Uh, look, man, we've been out for a long time. We got up really early this morning. We're just trying to to do our job. Can we just come in? Give the sign. Um, she paid attention to the sign this time because that got her killed last time. So she makes an X with the bottom. Like this, with her hands. That's that's learning, and I love it. She, um, for real, clocked it. And by she, I mean me, I wrote it down. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Lord of the chain! You hear the... 
of a heavy wheel turning and the chain that's over the gate sinks down below the waves. And uh, Stephen goes, nicely done. She goes, you live and you learn. Or you die and you learn. Anyway. As you come into the boat basin, you can see a male human with lank black hair coming down out of the tower by the river. He has a drooping mustache and a sour expression. What do you want? We gotta talk to the boss. We, we've been finding some trouble up ahead. Trouble? What kind of trouble? Some of the townsfolk have been reaching out and trying to get rid of the, some of the raiding parties. Uh, make a deception check. 24. Uh, that's not good, but important intel. Yeah, you better come up to see Jolly. And he sloshes his way up the bank. Stephen, like, shrugs and, like, goes to you to lead the way. Mm-hmm. Does this guy have any keys on him? He does not Great. appear to have any. Great. That you can see, that you can Do tell. You want me to roll for it? <laughs> I don't know for sure. If it, yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> but I do want to say, as you're coming into this boat basin, you can see, first of all, a large ship that is anchored uh, in the. I forget what it's called, but when you anchor a boat in the water and then you like, I think it's moored. I think that's what mooring is. Anyway, he's a thalloed. Um, He's a fellow. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you didn't expect it. I can't believe you didn't expect it. You see that it is called the River Maid. Cute. And you also see that to the north, a wide stream flows out of a cave mouth. Uh, an iron gate blocks access to the stream. And then you are now banked on these steps uh, that lead up. And this uh, man with the drooping mustache is leading you up a set of stairs toward the keep. Great. Okay, I'm ready. So we're, I'm following this guy. Okay. Make an athletics check. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, you reach the top of these stairs, like, a little bit winded, but not... Oh, they're, like, a lot of stairs. There's just, there's a lot of stairs. I'm just, like, I'm looking at the map, I'm like, damn, that's a lot of stairs. So, I look at Steven before we go up the stairs, and I go, uh-huh. good butts, good butts, good Yeah, good butts, good butts. All right, let's do this. And you see Steven, um, he's like, ugh. ugh. What's a boat good for anyway? I sit on it all the time. Nobody needs to see it. I'll work on having a pretty face. <laughs> and you come up to the top of this area, and um, the man pushes open the doors, and he goes, Jolly, we got two recruits who've got intel about a counterattack coming down from town. You look in around, and you're in the room to a, the great hall of this keep. It's two stories high, with stone hairs on both sides leading up to a stone balcony at the west end of the chamber. Heavy double doors that you just walked through lead back to the castle yard. Uh, And there are two interior doors that open up to the west. Arrow slits look out the north and south. At the west end of this room, below the balcony, a large wooden chair sits behind a wide table littered with papers and discarded plates. A second table, this one long and furnished with benches, runs down the middle of the hall. Uh, The walls are painted green and blue and decorated with tattered banners showing nautical designs. You see a... um, Thickly built, uh, kind of bristling hair over his forearms, man standing over the table with all of the papers on it. He looks up at you and, like, <sniffs> sniffs the air. What is it? Does he sound too similar to the other guy? Maybe. We'll see. Again, I have two voices, so you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cockney, and then every other accent that turns into Cockney in my normal <laughs> <laughs> It's Cockney and... To become Cockney. We are all just Cockney or to become Cockney in, in actuality. Yeah, uh, 
there's been some rumblings in the town of, of trying to fight back on some of the raids that have been happening. Thought I saw something going on way out there. You may want to send a search party to the to some of the spots where we have people lying in wait. They may be getting surprised pretty soon. Make a deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> That's much better. I used a luck. 24. That's This is your superpower. That Ta-da! you're lucky. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Luck's not a superpower. Yes, it is. <laughs> so good. Uh, all right, you heard him, Reesh. I want you to see to this personally. Uh, can't I just make the others do it? No. Yeah, we do sound pretty similar, don't we? No. <laughs> take a take a party of initiates. We want to bolster the ranks, even if they don't come for us. The exercise will be good for them. And uh, the man with the mustache, like, begrudgingly bows and, like, grumples as he leaves. And as he's leaving, you see him, like, suddenly turn to translucent and turn to water and, like, slosh into this puddle, like Alex Mack style. And then the puddle, like, rises in this serpentine, like, snake form. And he, like, goes out, like, up through one of the arrow slits and then down and out. Flying snakes. Why did it have to be flying snakes? This one was a swimming snake. Steven uh, nudges you and he goes, he's got keys on his belt. That's what I was about to say. Can I perception check for some keys? That's Steven's superpower. Cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's observant. Uh... This great hall, you, how big is it? It is about 25 feet long and about 20 feet wide. So not the, not the, okay, great. it's not the greatest hall. It's a pretty good hall. I just was, wasn't was sure if I was about to like go really far up to this guy and be like, so what's up, boss? Like running. Just wanted to get close to you and be like, hey. No, you're just on the other end of a, like a regular A regular room. Copy. Cool. Um, I want to get close. What do I want Oh, sorry. One square equals 10 feet. Sorry. It's twice that long. It's 50 feet long. God damn it. I knew it. I knew it! So I am going to do this. But you are, like, halfway there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm going to keep walking up to him. I'm trying to get up to him so I can take his keys Uh while doing this. I'm saying, do you really think all these initiates are going to be able to keep up with us? Maybe we should just be taking people that are already dedicated. Like you, right? Yeah, like me. Who are you? I've never seen you before. Oh, me? Um... Rossmore, uh, Magenta. <laughs> I don't know why. I okay. <laughs> I'm I'm holding a stuffed flamingo. This is what I looked at for my last name. Make a deception check. With advantage, Rossmore Magenta. Come on, right, I'll man. Give you, I'll give you advantage on this one. Not that you need it. You just want it. You're advantage greedy. I did need that one actually. Twenty six. Alright, well, I guess I can't be expected to remember every new recruit that comes sniffing around. You can, um... Thank you. I think he narrows his eyes at you, and he's like, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to that one over there, the Janassi. Mm. You introduced yourself to me as Kevin Fuchsia. What's all this Rossmore Magenta business? Fuck. <laughs> he, like, pushes his chair back and uh, stands. You've got ten seconds to explain to me who you are and what you're doing here. I let the disguise fall and I say, oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm such a big fan. And my mom told me I wasn't allowed to come, but I knew that I had to get over here. So I just, I saw one of your dudes filling up a boat with something. And I was like, 
I could do this. And so I just disguise myself as him. I've got a couple tricks up my sleeve. What can I say? I'm a jack of all trades. And I just really wanted to be a part of your group. And Steven is nodding helpfully. <laughs> Make a deception check. No, no vantage either way. Is this persuasion or deception? I think it's deception because you don't really want to be a part of his group. And also your mom didn't tell you shit. <laughs> she sold you when you were a child. <laughs> How dare you? 14. And I'm getting closer, even with all this happening. Yeah, no, most definitely. Great, just checking. Contested by insight. We take new recruits right now, normally. You don't have to go through all the dog and pony show. I wish there was a water equivalent to a dog and pony show. Um, uh, sea lion and, uh, seahorse show. (laughs) Sea lion and seahorse show. Sea lions are, are, are water puppies. Bats are so. sky puppies. Sea lions are water puppies. It is known. <laughs> what, is it, what are fire puppies? Because those are the four elemental puppies. <laughs> I'm assuming puppies are land puppies. Uh-huh. Puppies are land puppies. Bats are sky puppies. Sea lions <laughs> are water puppies. Fire puppies is like, I don't know. Hush puppies because they're hot. Hellhounds. Yes, okay. I was wondering if there was one in nature. Oh, uh, nothing is actually on fire in nature. Salamanders, I guess. Um, California is frequently on fire in nature. <laughs> True, but animal-wise. Please. Um, okay, you're there and he goes, We'll just take normal initiates. I don't normally do the initiations, but I can set you up with her snora. Well, that's just it. I just, I'm such a fan of you in particular. I just, I really wanted to be able to meet you. That's why, I'm sorry, I... I did all this. This is so embarrassing. I'm so, I just, I, it's just so nice to meet you. What do you, you mean you're a fan of me? I try and keep a low profile. How have you heard of me? Oh, I mean, I didn't hear about who you are particularly. Just rumors here and there, but someone was in charge. And I want to trip while trying to shake his hand. It's an honor to meet you. Make an acrobatics check. And I'm guessing you're going to try and take the keys on the way down. Oh, for sure. Who am I? 14. 14 is for the acrobatics. Okay, I think you stumble and fall. Uh, now make the sleight of hand check. No. Oh, I don't want to get caught. I'm going to use up all of my luck right now. And that's fine. That's fine. How about a natural 20? How about a natural 20? All right. So you stumble and like slip your hand through and then like you fall to the ground. As you're falling, unhook the keys from his belt loop it around your own hand and tuck it into your sleeve as you like fall there's no need to i'm not get up i'm sorry i'm i'm wasting your time thank you so much for your time it's been great to meet you and i can't wait to serve and i give him a salute (laughs) i run out the door he goes wait stop you stand there and he's behind you he goes uh when reese gets back he'll assign you a bunk we'll do the initiation in the morning Thanks. And you like walk out the door and like uh, Stevens in his robes and you're in your armor and you're like, that was some pretty smooth talking. Not, you know, peanut butter smooth, but. I uh, dangle the keys and I go, talking's not all I did. Ding, ding, ding. I, I close my hand and open it again and they're gone. Yeah, I know. I saw. Fine. Stupid observant person. So there, the underground cave had like a gate in front of it, right? Yes. All right. We got to go below. I go to this locked gate then, and I say, uh, cover me as I start trying all the keys, unless somebody stops me. Yeah, uh... To chat. No, I think that's a good call. You have to be in the boat or, like, in the water to access the gate. So I think you're, like, you're in your little, your Mm -hmm. your little canoe. Dingy. And, uh, Stephen goes, cover you, like, how? Just, like, with your body, so it doesn't look like I'm trying every key. Like, I actually know which key to use. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, just, like... 
stands there with his back too. And yeah, like, look casual. Mm-hmm. Pretend you're checking out a guy or a girl. Um, I'm checking out to see if there are any guys. Luckily, I don't think they are. You just sent most of the keep away to... I did. Mm-hmm. I did all these things. Yeah, I well was done. thinking. Thank you. Great. I'm trying all these keys until I find the right one. Yeah, you find the right one and the gate opens. We're in. You can stop. You can stop standing there like that now. Oh, all right. Help, help me move the boat. <laughs> You're the water boy. Oh, no. I didn't think of it. I didn't it. even think of it. I just said it out loud and it clicked. <laughs> we are sneaking with this boat. You uh, sail in into this dark cave. I'm sailing a cave. It's an open cave to the virgin cave. 